Another week, another week of vaccine chaos and COVID dread. Only this time it's Easter week, so at least there's chocolate animals. So many questions. Why didn't Meghan get inoculated after all? Is German society ready to accept Syrian refugees in the Bundestag? And is Horst Seehofer ready to grow up? It's Johnny Walker Red all round. Drink up! everybody it's good friday that means that jesus is dead not yet he's 100 percent dead it's past 3 p.m on good friday he is in the cave they were efficient the romans when they were doing a crucifixion got it fucking get them onto the vaccine program (laughs) (laughs) hello everyone it's time for another episode of megan's megacan i'm megan i'm here with expert liner magazine and the lovely conrad ferner hi conrad hello I always call you lovely, like I'm some creepy game show host in the 90s, I've just realised. I'm so sorry. I mean, lovely in your, yeah, I don't know. I'm like like a magician's assistant. Exactly. Which is often how I think of myself. Well, good. How's your day been? It's Good Friday, so... Yeah, it's I, you know, it's fine. Have you had? Let's a good make it Friday? a great Friday. Hey, I like that you did the finger guns there. <laughs> that was really good. Um, I tried to do a Good Friday activity. I was telling you earlier. I've spent four hours today making inedible hot cross buns, and then all I want in life, because I haven't been home for so long, is a Marks and Spencers. If I told you that I subscribe to like their emails and I'm going to have to stop because every time I read an email, I'm like, that's it. I'm moving home. This town is a joke. What's your favourite Marks and Spencer's delicacy? Oh, Jesus. It's too many, but their hot cross buns are really good. Yeah. And like my granny was a big fan of hot cross buns. She always had Marks and Spencer's hot cross buns from about the moment the last of the mince pies were eaten. It was like hot cross buns instead of toast in the morning. And if anyone has got a hot cross bun, may I suggest that you toast it and then put butter and then marmalade and then bacon on it and eat that and it will change your life. That's what I was hoping I was going to be doing tomorrow morning. <laughs> but instead, you'll be rebaking the ones. Yeah, that you... <laughs> I'll be watching yeah. things not rise. <laughs> well, you could be going to the canal and feeding them to the ducks, the ones that you made. I genuinely don't think you could, because I'd be afraid that finally they would rise and actually prove and explode ducks. Okay, there's one thing Berliners don't need is they're trying to get some morsel of sunshine this another lockdown holiday is like ducks to just be like dying around them yeah that would be awful yeah Yeah, no um, I got uh, tested this week oh I got my free test I'm allowed one free test a week aren't I yeah as a citizen of Germany so that was nice no, it wasn't actually, because I just had my breakfast, and then if someone sticks something down your throat, or you, oh, you just had a have... throat one. I had, I had the works. I had one up the nose and Ooh, one in the throat. Oh, that's good. And so it was a PCR, uh, was it? No, it was an antigen, antigen schnell test. And up the nose and the throat. Yeah, Ooh. and I got the email fifteen minutes later. Good, good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shall we have so some that alcohol? Works. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Well, I've been holding you up. I've got some potentially exciting mega hands, but only if I've correctly remembered what you once told me was your favourite whiskey. Okay. Can you remember what you might have said that was? <laughs> well, the, the only the, when it comes to mega can whiskey, there's only there are not that many options, are there? There's Jim Beam, well, Johnny Walker, Jack yeah, Daniels. But we usually have Johnny Walker normal. Oh, 
Oh, this is special Johnny Walker. It's Johnny Walker Red Label. Which... Great. Yeah, there you they go. Start, they start with red. With the red label. That would be very nice. Thank you very much. You're very, very welcome. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Oh, that's scotchy. Scotchy. It's just oh, lovely. Good. Too much better Thank already. Because fuck me. <laughs> what an absolute shit show this week has been for German politics. Yeah. So, and that's a phrase I feel like I could have I could apply a lot of weeks, but this one's really well, especially for you, because uh, 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 regular listeners will probably remember. <laughs> I that was so excited. Megan, oh, Megan was so excited. <laughs> Megan was going to get vaccinated by this time, and it hasn't happened. Why hasn't it happened, Megan? Because despite only recently approving it for under 65s after a very sort of controversial thing where they didn't allow it in Germany for over 65s and then they did, Germany this week then decided to halt vaccinations with AstraZeneca for the under 60s this time, which affected me and loads of other people who had just got the kind of vaccine call up, a lot of whom of course are teachers. Yeah. And having just been bumped up the queue. Specifically secondary school teachers. So primary school and special school teachers still remain in priority group two. Okay. So in typical Berlin fashion, this has been like an absolute shit show. So yeah, we all get this announcement on Tuesday, I think it was, um, that they weren't doing it with anything. And then there, there's this huge kind of thing with all my teacher friends and we're like, oh shit, what do we do? And we were calling the Corona hotline and then a lot of us were getting new appointments. And then everyone that we spoke to, somebody, they had no idea either. And I had this like quite funny conversation with the woman in the imp hotline thing she was just like i don't know what's happening we've just got this information 30 minutes ago and i was like yeah as a teacher i totally understand that <laughs> position they've just said this thing and it's gone out into like the tagerspiegel and onto twitter yeah um and half time not even onto twitter it just goes to the tagerspiegel because they haven't released anything formal on senatwe valtong twitter threads or any or twitter pages Journalist. nothing official they just kind of announce it from the yeah. from the the big meetings they've been having right. these are what we've just decided more information to follow okay and we're all like okay shit what do we do what do we do so we had this few days and like some people were then getting the next appointments were at the end of may so people then theoretically have booked appointments for the end of may for moderna or BioNTech, Pfizer. Then I was like, right, I'm just going to wait and I'm going to see what's going to happen and see what they're going to say about AstraZeneca and then try and change my point when it gets close to the time. Then at like 10 p.m. after this official press release, which I'll talk about in a second, comes out from the Senatsverwaltung for Bildung, the Ministry of Education in Berlin. After that goes out, we have informed everybody they will be cancelled. And we're like, I haven't got a cancellation. I just got a text message reminding me of my appointment on Friday. Yeah. Then after 10 o'clock on Wednesday night, I got an email and a text saying that my appointment had been cancelled and that I could book a new one. Okay. So I call up on Thursday morning. Quite a few of my colleagues, by the way, they've already got new appointments. A few of us had kind of waited. We call, I call up on the Thursday morning and get told, no, we can no longer book you. If you are in that group of people who took AstraZeneca, we can't change your appointment. We can't change you for Moderna or BioNTech Pfizer. Why not? They don't have enough. So... Obviously, from a personal perspective, this has been devastating. I've been very, very, very upset. And I also understand that a lot of people are not going to be vaccinated for much longer than me. 
But there is sort of, I think, something about... There's two reasons. There's We were given it and we were so excited and then it's been taken away and that's almost worse than yeah. never have been giving it in the first place. Just from a sort of like human psychology point of view. Oh, yeah. As uh, the, 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 the pop group James once sang a famous line. Which I'm was... really happy that you're saying this. <laughs> from the old indie music from the... Early I know 90s. James. Oh, sit down. And uh, a line from that song is, "If I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor." That is a good one. Yeah. So to quote James, yeah, I was happy knowing that it was coming at some point, but then I was so excited. I told my family, ten forty-five Friday morning, and then it's taken away. So I think we're all dev- very upset from a human perspective. The other reason we're upset is that the numbers are crazy. Schools are not safe. We know what the infection rates are being modeled as in schools and they're way higher than hairdressers and, and all of this stuff. Um, and I understand like hairdressers and things have not been vaccinated either, but it's it's just very difficult in schools. And as our kids get like more into this and more frustrated and they want to sit close to their friends and they want to not have masks on all the time and certainly not FFP2 masks on all the time, which are really uncomfortable. It's hard. And the third reason we're pissed off is, of course, It's just been handled so incredibly poorly. It's like extra insulting. It's not just because, first of all, it's been a little bit controversial and the Tagesspiegel were reporting about it. Basically, the police last week stopped letting colleagues get vaccinated for AstraZeneca. And there has been quite a lot of conflicting information, basically, from the various powers that be about AstraZeneca. Even when the police had stopped, there was a lot of pressure being put on school leadership to really encourage their secondary school. And this is only only relevant for secondary school. AstraZeneca is the only one that they're going to get. And if they do not take it up, then they're going to be pushed back into priority group three. Even when the police had already done this. And then there was kind of this thing in a video conference um, with Shuleitung that happened recently. Like somebody from the Charité was like, all three uh, vaccination Impfstoffe are super. The only problem that AstraZeneca has is bad press. But then there's also obviously been this whole conversation in the background going on and concurrently with this that has led up to the banning of AstraZeneca. Like that wasn't just decided one day. So uh, it's not actually a ban, is it? What is is the... Sorry, not a ban, a suspension for under 60s. It's a recommendation from the Ständige Impfkommission, which is is the German um, Vaccination Commission. And they changed their recommendations to say that only over 60 should be should be used on. In, it has already been given to 2.8 million people, I believe, or 2.8 million doses have already been injected mm-hmm. into people. And there have been 31 cases of blood clots, some of which have been fatal. And yeah. most of them are women under the age of 55, I think. Yeah. And look, I that is definitely above my pay grade, whether people should be doing this. I would still take it in the eyeball tomorrow, administered by one of the lads shooting up at Schönleinstrasse. Happy, happy to do that. I'm sure yeah. they're actually very, well, very actually, good with Marcus, the needles. I don't I, know why I would... I believe Marcus Zerda also said that uh, people should just take it if they want it. It should be, it's voluntary anyway, but they said you should be informed about the risk and then this you should be allowed to take it. sort of what I think, but just to get back to this communication that's come out around it from the, the Senate, the education authorities, 
initially they were told the shoe lights and were told there's free choice and then they took that back and were like no it has to be AstraZeneca or everyone in the secondary is going down all the teach secondary school teachers are going down to group three and I can understand and I I would still take it that would be my choice but I just think it's very strange for their everybody in Germany getting free choice of the vaccine and that's kind of been one of the things that they've been saying Mm. Apart from secondary school teachers. Oh, and by the way, we're all back, all grades yeah. in Wechselunterricht from the 12th of April. That is very, very odd to me. And I don't understand. And now, particularly if you kind of knew that it was controversial, then there have been several tone-deaf responses. Something that came out on Wednesday from them, which basically said, we're asking all secondary school teachers, in the interest of fairness to terminally ill or like severely ill people please don't book up the other things because they are limited and I totally get that I don't want to take an appointment as a healthy person away from someone who's sick but it's like it was your fuck up and then we've had another thing we've heard nothing from Scherer's by the way not a peep the education minister yes for Berlin your your bete noir my nemesis but she has said nothing but there was then a letter that came out from then today to all uh, staff uh, teachers and they've said some choice things like we're really 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 sorry and we really ask for your understanding please don't book these appointments you will be controlled when you go into the centers which is just weird and it's not nice so if you try and go and get the one which you were allowed to book perfectly understandably and the other thing is there've been so little official communication about this that if I had not been on basically social media because I got the news through WhatsApp people sharing like Tagesspiegel stuff I also checked the Tagesspiegel lock but if I hadn't been doing that and I hadn't been on like Twitter and stuff I literally wouldn't have known why that appointment was cancelled when I got that message yeah, so yeah it's a bit of a, a, bit of a mess isn't it in the meantime fucking bullshit in the meantime the president of Germany has become the the first Steinmeier Wals no, I'm trying to say like, you're getting there. Like, you're getting Platzes there. on the U. Fotoschreiberplatz. That's a U9 station. Also, presumably, somebody as well. Frank Walter. Frank Walter. Steinmeier. Steinmeier. He's become the first major politician in Germany to be given the vaccine in public with, with, with a camera taking a picture. And, Did he go uh, like taps off? Some of the, there was like a little thing about like French politicians getting it recently and they were all like pretty hot and took their tops off. No, oh. he did not. He, did, well, he just, he just bared his upper arm. Okay. And so that was a big deal. But other politicians, not so ready to be injected in public. Merkel has not yet been injected in public with it. It's time for Merkel to take some Ezzy right in the arm. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And at a recent at a recent cabinet meeting, Jens Spahn, the health minister, asked all of his over sixties colleagues. Jens Spahn is forty, Who's for the record. All of them, because it's like. <laughs> and he said, all the other the members of the cabinet who might be over sixty and therefore eligible to take a safe uh, AstraZeneca, yeah, to um, to do it in public, just to, you know, build up public trust and everything. And they all said yes, and also the um, the state premiers as well. And they all said yes, except for our old friend. Guess who? It's Horst, isn't it? 
Horst Seehofer. Horst Seehofer, who? <laughs> the interior minister, who is 71, is the oldest. Another one of my bête noires. <laughs> this a, whole podcast started because of him, really. It was an exciting time for German politics. And he gave an interview to the uh, largest German newspaper, which is the Bildzeitung. Your bête noire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bête noire. And he said, the answer to... Jens Spahn's demand is no. Oh, I will not let myself be patronized in this way. And he just refused to take the AstraZeneca vaccine and he told the Bild about it. Just um, like extremely Horst, childish. The reason people. <laughs> yeah, so we started this podcast at a very exciting time when Horst Seehofer nearly brought the collapse of the government down because he threw all of his toys out of the pram and threatened to. I don't know, stage some kind of fucking coup because Angie yeah. wouldn't... I can't even remember what it was about, but he was just ridiculous having all these petulant flouncing around and having a press yeah. conference and everything. Well, I thought, because I, I thought at the time that he was doing all that because he was angling to use positioning. It was all like power plays, trying no. to get into himself. I into think if a, anything, this is Becoming shown. a chancellor kind of candidate, you know, and uh, usurping Merkel. And I think that was what he was doing. That was like five years ago. But now mm. he's got nothing at stake, really. I mean, he's already he's already no longer the Bavarian state premier. He's no longer the leader of the CSU. He could just chill out a bit and carry on, you know. But so anyway. this is actually just him. This is this is not this a is political power play. Is, he's just being a petulant he, child. I will not be patronised. <laughs> it's because you 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 are patronising yourself, Horst, because you behave like a baby. <laughs> and instead of just saying professionally to your colleague Yancy, I understand. Not for me, yeah. you know. And I will say professionally to the German public. You know what? I respect everyone's decision to make their own vaccine choices. I've made mine. I mean, no, it's it really bad. Fucking wine and flounce around. And it's bad. It's bad because I really think that loads of people... Like, Germany is also... Already, apparently, there's been some survey about it somewhere. Don't check this, but... <laughs> there's some survey saying that Germany is like... percentage? <laughs> has, has the biggest percentage of anti-vaxxers. Yeah, yeah. I don't and, even think... I think anti-vax is the wrong... Skeptics. It's a sceptic yeah. thing, definitely. And if someone like that, in that kind of position, it says he won't take a vaccine, that means loads of people will feel very justified in not yeah. taking a vaccine and not taking any vaccine. I think it is... Like, I think it is really irresponsible for him to say that. Irresponsible. It's so weird this vaccine thing more than anything i've ever seen more than the coronavirus thing itself it's really been this vaccine it has shown all of the weird ways in which german society is odd and i don't think anyone can quite yeah. believe it but there but in the first one you had all these ventilators you were bringing people and putting them on respirators and doing this and you have this sexy virologist i don't think the outside world were saying that that was just that was just me um but, you know, and there was all of this. And then now they're like, what's going on with your vaccines? Like, first of all, <laughs> why did you not order any? That's one problem. <laughs> why can no one get them? Oh, it's because our health health service. I saw a tweet today. Someone had been called up for a vaccine and they don't know why. And because of that, that information cannot be released. <laughs> <laughs> it's madness. It's madness. It's absolute madness. So there's the Datenschutz thing. Yeah. There's the weird way in which our health system chugs along but cannot cope with anything new and then there's this weird skepticism around vaccines that no one's taking it and everyone's like but, but germans yeah. are sensible people i'm like no sensible in many ways but also like every other nation strange 
and idiosyncratic in their own ways. They have their own, the little foibles. Little foibles. It's just unfortunate that these foibles are literally killing <laughs> hundreds of people a day. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> a few weeks ago, we had like a, a, a you know, a, a loosening plan. Oh, Jesus wept. Do you remember that? Yeah. We'll be in beer gardens by Easter. <laughs> Will we fuck? <laughs> so now, uh, and now new rules have been brought in. Yep. What are the new rules, Megan? Right. You know these really well. I do. I was saying to you, I sort of, I kind of hope that I get this right. <laughs> this is just for so Berlin, right? this is just right? for Berlin, I'm afraid, because I, I just can't. I can't. If anyone's listening not in Berlin, I just imagine you're here. It's shite. Yeah, because all my friends were coming to yesterday about the new rules or like getting onto social media, like what's happening at around lunchtime. Hmm. And I was up early for a plumber. So I'd consumed six hours of Tagesspiegel and German Twitter by that time. So I was like, right, these are... <laughs> so basically, over Easter, there are stricter rules in place than usual for outside. So you are still allowed to meet up to five people from two different households, but not in open spaces. So not in public between 9 p.m., and 5 a.m. Okay. Between now and Tuesday. And but I think that is... You walk to... around on your own. Yes, or with one other person. Right. After 9 p.m. So it's not actually a curfew, but sort of half curfew. It's a half curfew. What I think it is, is to avoid what I saw today in the park, even though it was quite cold and very windy, to be honest. If any virus can survive that wind, it deserves to take us all. Yeah. That's a good mega. Yeah. You enjoying it? Oh, I've nearly finished it. Jesus wept, man. We've <laughs> loads of terrible, horrible news to get through. Anyway, so same kind of contact, but apart from after nine o'clock, and that is outside only in public spaces. And I think what that is, is to avoid scenes like I saw today, which were big groups of people collecting in parks, which is yeah. kind of okay. And it is outside and that's a bit more responsible. But I think the police don't want to be dealing with no. drunk people after nine o'clock in big groups right so then on tuesday it gets a little bit stricter and what happens is we go back to the rules where it's one household plus maximum one other person and then as of 9 p.m to 5 a.m again no contact with anybody outside your household and you're not allowed to have any visitors you can't have someone stay in mm -mm. yeah just within your own household. There are exceptions, I think, made for people sharing childcare and for Lebenspartner and Ehepartner, so spouses and life partners, which I think is really shitty and couples privileging. And I would have thought better of the Berlin Regierung. But why? I have no fucking idea. Actually, usually they're pretty cool on shit like that. They were quite cool about Christmas. Um, anyway, so that is also, all the things. What that... about childcare? Childcare is a big thing now because um, they reduced the number of people who are allowed to have um, kindergarten places. Yeah, unfortunately, kindergartens go back into Notbetreuung. So As only, of Thursday. So only essential workers and single parent households yeah. qualify for childcare. Yeah. That's quite a big thing, isn't it? That means all these kids are going to have to be at home. Yep. Because right. the thing is, even with, you know, I'm sure there were lots and lots of kindergarten and primary school staff booked in for AstraZeneca. And even though they're allowed to rebook, those appointments are not coming up for weeks. So I really am hoping that April is going to be, I've sort of been saying this for a little while, 
it's going to be Germany's vaccination month. We're going to get fucking loads of them in. Doctors are allowed to start doing it as of Tuesday. But I don't think with AstraZeneca. You can still, if you're under 60, by the way, go and talk to an infundant arzt, an inf, a vaccinating doctor. Well, how, who's a vaccinating doctor? Well, exactly. But some people, I do know somebody who got an email from their doctor the other day saying we are offering appointments, but you still have to be in the priority groups, basically. So if you are in a priority group, you could potentially go and talk to your doctor or find a doctor who would have a conversation with you. And if you both agree that AstraZeneca is the good choice, then you can still do it. I am with Marcus Söder, she says for the... Oh, I was with him whenever he was for harder lockdown. I remember that for the second time and hopefully the last time in my life. Actually, no, I would like him to agree with me more often. That would be good. I think it should be patient choice. I think anything where they put it onto a doctor as well is going to... The doctors are going to be super cautious because I think I know that I could go and talk to doctors, but they're going to say, no, you're a woman under 55 and you're on the pill. So you're at a much higher risk of, or you're on a theoretically higher risk of thrombosis anyway. So I don't think I would get it, even though I just really want it. Just <laughs> just give me it. <laughs> okay. So those are the new rules. Also, FFP2s everywhere. Everybody knows. And you can't go shopping. But we covered this last week, did we? I can't remember. What yeah, we-, we did. You have to have a, had a, a test. The same day. On the same day to go to the hairdresser. Stuff like that. Right. Other news. Racism news. Oh, fuck. No. Um, Tarek Alovs. Alovs. Yeah, God, I saw this. first ever uh, candidate who was a Syrian refugee. He was going to be a Green Party candidate for the general election this September. And it was a big thing a few weeks ago when he announced his candidacy. It was like he, he came to Germany six years ago, learnt German and... Uh, everything and which is um, fucking hard and he was gonna well done Tarek and he was gonna yeah he was gonna be that the that sounds patronising <laughs> I, I 100% denominate that I'm like I'm as someone who is not like who's in the same journey fucking hell I don't speak he has withdrawn his candidacy this week because of all the racist death threats he and his family got uh, as a result of it which was obviously a huge Shame it was like a shame on Germany. That is and the German ugh, society. That is for this. appalling. Um, that is a lot of politicians and a lot of people on Twitter were there's a there was a hashtag solidarity with Tarek. Yeah, and a lot of people that came out in support of him and said this is uh, you know unacceptable. We've got to, we've got to get better. We've got to improve. But um, yeah, racist hate is what it is and it still exists and it's still part of our lives and our yep. society and it affects everyone so and the thing is this is like how it, oh god that was just so depressing it's depressing as well because it it was he was like he specifically said I will be a voice in the Bundestag, in the German parliament yeah. for people like me, like refugees exactly. from Syria who have been here. Which is a huge part and, of... Yeah, and it's really something missing in the Bundestag. Like There, there is, was like something that it, it was... <sighs> they if... did need to be represented in the Bundestag because they are quite, uh, you know, they are part of society here and they weren't... Yeah. And, um, and there are so I think anyone people. who learns German yeah. enough to do anything should get seen in the Bundestag. <laughs> they make you conjugate nouns. I only learned that recently. 
You did a test. What was I your, did. Why, <laughs> well, I'm really hoping, because it's from the Senat, I'm hoping that that is going to be the one gift that the Senat gives me. But anyway, we were talking about... Um, well, I was just going to mention that there was uh, there are very few um, Bundestag members of colour. Yeah. Um, there's there's um, Karamba Diaby, who was um, uh, I forgot which African country he's from, but he was he's a he represents Halle mm-hmm. for the SPD, and he's basically it. I mean, he's like there's a few um, people of Turkish origin, but that's that that was really it. Of of the seven hundred and something uh, Bundestag members, there's very few. That represent diverse society and um, yeah. yeah, I mean you know, I mean it's very sad. I think it's sad. It's and, really uh, really sad, and it is like you said, like uh, a complete damning. Yeah, it feels like we failed, you know. Yeah, we have absolutely failed, and I hope that there is enough outcry about this. But you know, and, bit, and everyone yeah. say that this is just kind of like random people being racist, and it's not the system because he was able to think, but. We talk a lot on this podcast about like how the police are fucking shit at investigating any of this and all of this kind of stuff that happens online and all of these things. Like, of course, if in a country that is failing so miserably to deal with far right hate crimes, why would you if you're getting threats on your family from these people? Like, why would you feel supported in going ahead with your decision? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's really sad. I'm really sad. I hope that's not like the yeah, no, last that we hear of him, but it's obviously not Tarek Alov's job to deal with that. That's like white Germany's job. Please don't tell me there's more racist news. Well, there was a bit of a like a a, 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 a blackface scandal oh, today sake. on Bavarian TV. That is two blackface scandals this year, I think. The, uh, uh, a Bavarian public on, TV show oh did, a, did uh, put someone on in in a uh, comedy sketch, a very unfunny comedy sketch. I'm shocked. A Bavarian <laughs> state television comedy sketch turned out to be <laughs> unfunny and racist. And racist. <laughs> Shocking. So there's that. That happened. And, Have you uh, watched it? No, I haven't watched it because it's just I can't I can't kind of bring myself to watch Bavarian no, comedy. No, it's awful. Don't. It's never it's never really like c- comedy in in a sense that you would recognise. It's more <laughs> it's more just like weird situations being acted in a weird way. And Plus you, and you, blackface, you just, which is <laughs> fucking appalling. You just feel baffled rather than you're not sure whether it's supposed to be funny or not. You just feel sort of baffled by these strange people doing stuff. Anyway, yeah, so, you don't have to do that. There are quite a few kind of cool things happening in German television, I think, basically from uh, Germans of colour. I'm going to share some on Twitter with people. Are there? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot less annoying, I've discovered, not having to watch, like, (laughs) white Germans speak German. Say one of them. There's one particular one, which is like a chat show about... I follow some people because they have a podcast called Heart Unfair, which is a play on... Some kind of, I think, German state thing that has like a show called... Oh, Heart Abafair. Genau. Yeah. So there's this like Heart Unfair. Um, and it's uh, a podcast and it's really brilliant. Um, and one of... And I follow them all like a creep on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Yelda Tokman is uh, involved 
uh, with that and also with a show that's just launched on ooh, one of the German channels and it might be a state channel, I'm not sure. But it's called Five Souls and it's basically like cool people talking about relationships. Okay. Auf good. Deutsch. Good Deutsch pra- practice. We'll put that in the show notes. We say that. <laughs> we don't know what show notes are. <laughs> we don't know where Well, we are. don't have a website. So we can do, all I can do is put it in the comments <gasps> on Maybe Facebook. Maybe we need a website. Yeah. Well, if any, if any uh, enterprising web developers are out there. <laughs> I made a Google Slides, <laughs> Google Sites website with my year eights. So that's fine. Okay. Okay. Good. So racism, coronavirus. God, that's really depressing. We need to have more diverse voices in the Bundestag. We need to not be cunts to them. Anyway, uh, good, good. Megacan? Yeah, I finished it ages ago. It's great. Thanks very much. Five stars for Johnny Walker Red Label. Okay, everybody, um, whatever you're celebrating this weekend, or if you're celebrating nothing, uh, I hope you have schöne Feiertage. Remember the rules. Get your wee Schnell tests. I've bought loads. I'm Schnell testing everyone who comes into my house. Not quite, but... Uh, that's it. Okay, happy happy holiday. Yeah. Happy Time, holidays. Everybody. Have a lot of chocolate. Yeah. Uh, I can really recommend the Lidl own brand Easter chocolates. Favorina. Go for it. Favorina. They're fucking delicious. Okay. I've bought a million. <laughs> I always like to have a big bowl of chocolate eggs at Easter. We always did like the small ones. Like you get your big Easter eggs, but my mum always had a big bowl of loads of chocolate eggs and I've got this big gold bowl I'm going to fill them with chocolate eggs are you going to hide them I was thinking there's a little boy in my building um and I was thinking I could maybe talk I've got quite that's one of the things about corona and I know that this just sounds like such a cliche but I have got to know my neighbors a little bit better mainly because I'm on the ground floor and everyone at Christmas was getting so many packages because I live with quite a few people that wouldn't have would have gone out of Berlin that aren't from Berlin but we're in Berlin because of Corona and it was just ridiculous. I'd have six packages and you get chatting to people. There's a little boy in my building and I thought maybe we could do a little Easter egg hunt for him. But I don't know if he's there on Sunday or if he's with his dad. Okay. Well, <laughs> Sorry, that was maybe a long we can... story. <laughs> maybe we'll find out next week what happened to that. Oh God, yeah. Okay. For uh, those stay... who keep listening. Yeah. Okay. Stay safe, everybody. Thanks for the news, Conrad. Thank you for the new rules. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.